afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining today. I appreciate it. I enjoy being on your podcast today. Awesome. So, welcome everybody to Finding Freedom Podcast with Pastor Emily. And this is guest speaker, Ms. Jordan Wood. She is a mindset reset coach. And she is full of experience and wisdom and knowledge. And above all, she is full of the Holy Ghost. So we are going to dig right in deep today, guys. So Jordan, tell us a little bit about what you do. I help people reset their minds, breaking the limitations of their past that cause them to be limited in their futures. Amen. And you know, I think... You know, the Bible does speak heavily on the renewal of the mind. Is that uh, kind of where you you would say we need to begin is with the Bible, with God? Yes, I say always begin with God because God is the source and he provides the resources. So you can't go for the resources. Ooh, you just said a whole word. You said God is the source. And we can't get the resources without the source. Yes. Girl, you just spit out a sermon. (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing. I love that. I might use that in a sermon just so you know. I am okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... We are going to focus on trauma and how to reset and rewire and renew our minds after we have endured trauma. Because let's face it, none of us go unscathed in this world. And trauma comes in many different degrees. And what might be trauma to one person wouldn't even affect another. So we want to just acknowledge first and foremost as we do this podcast today we want to acknowledge that your trauma is valid and we acknowledge your feelings we acknowledge the thought patterns that have happened because of the trauma and we understand that you might have been told you know by friends family therapists pastors whoever you may have shared your trauma with that they may have told you that this is should not have traumatized you or you need to just get over it and we want to acknowledge here and now that trauma is not something that is just easily gotten over and it's not something that you can just ignore So we want to acknowledge right here, right now, that we are giving this floor to God. And we realize that some of you may not even know God. So before we even start going any further, Jordan, if it's all right, I'm going to pray us in. And then I'm just going to let you take the lead, okay? Okay. All right. So, Father God, we just thank you and we praise you for this time. We thank you, God, that you are so good. We thank you, God, that when two or more are gathered together in your name, God, that you're here and that we can ask any one thing in your name, God, and then it will be done for us. God, we ask that you use us today. Let us be your your willing vessels, God. Open our spiritual ears, God, to hear your voice so that we can speak the things that you want your people to know, God. 
We loose our tongues, God, to speak with boldness and authority into the spirit realm, Father God, to bring people the healing, Father God, that you so want to give them. And Father God, I pray that any person that's on this broadcast, Father God, that has come across this broadcast, God, that may not even know you, God, that this subject matter, Father God, would draw them in because we all know, God, that no one can come to the Father unless they be drawn by you, God. So Holy Spirit, we ask that you would draw the right people to this podcast, God. And we just thank you and praise you, God, for freedom and deliverance is in the house today. And I just pray a special blessing, Father God, over Jordan. And I thank you, God, for this wonderful woman of God who you have delivered, Father God, and set free and trained to reset people's minds, Father God, for your kingdom and for your glory. And I just give you the praise, God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay. So, Jordan, tell me something. Share with the viewers something in your life that you're comfortable sharing that was traumatizing for you. And how you got through it with God. How you reset your mind. Kind of set a storyline and then just start from the beginning. And just share with us the process you took. How it went. Just everything you'd like to share. Kind of how I got started with him. Is, if I'm hearing you right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Honestly, it took me losing a lot to find God again. I had known him in my childhood and I had geared away from him. I, I was more in my flesh than in my spirit. And I didn't feel the importance of of it until I started coming back to him. Um, I came back to him because I was in so much pain and my body was not okay. I was on over 20 different medications. I couldn't walk by myself. I, was on the couch for almost 14 hours a day. I smoked myself to the point where I smoked in the morning all the way to night because I just wanted the pain to go away. And I was just so tired and I was crying and I just cried out to him to help me because everything that I was going through and it just continued to get worse from that point for me. I lost my brother and that was my my all. And whenever he was gone, I literally went into depression and I begged God, to help me and I was getting ready to take my own life at a local lake and he stopped the wheel and I could just feel his presence because he didn't want me to end it he wanted me to be there because I don't know if many of you know this but the devil comes to kill steal and destroy and that's exactly what he was trying to do steal what God has put inside me, destroy my dreams and to override anything else that he has amen Amen. That is so true. And so along with these challenges that you were having in your body, Jordan, what trauma had you endured before your your physical issues and before the loss of your brother? What traumas do you think kind of affected your physical healing and your physical body? Honestly, I think it was my first relationship. I had been raped by him and I went to the police and I asked for help 
And it's because they did not believe that his character could do nothing more than that, that they did not help. They actually laughed. And Mm -hmm. from that point, I didn't want to say anything. I bottled it up. I didn't want to tell anybody. And I realized by bottling it up, I was letting the enemy win. That if I released this and understood what was inside of me and letting people know what I experienced, that they are not alone. That they are not going through this alone. And God is with you because God has let me use my pain to be a triumph for somebody else. Mm. Amen. I have heard, uh, you know, our pastor say before, show me your pain and I will show you your platform. Yes. That is so powerful because it is so true. When we overcome the pains and the traumas and the griefs of this world, it literally gives us something to speak about that we can speak life into other people's lives that are going through similar, if not the same situations. Exactly. And it just takes speaking up because when you don't speak up, people don't know what you're going through. And that transparency helps people to understand that they're not alone. Amen. Amen. So trauma, like I said, can come in all different shapes and sizes. And, you know, some people are affected by things that others aren't. So let's talk about a couple instances that could that are traumatic for some people, such as, let's say, um, domestic abuse, um, sexual abuse, even getting in a car accident can be a traumatic experience for someone or uh, losing a pet as a child can be traumatic. So there's different, you know, situations, scenarios, and they all hit everybody differently. So, and, and I, I, I am under the impression and I understand that there's no one all fix all, you know, for every situation, right? So, right. let's start with the very fundamentals. What is the fundamental? Um, the fundamentals. Huh? Yes, the fundamentals that have to happen to start to heal and start to to reset and renew your mind according to God's word. In order to do that, it honestly, first step, I would have to say, is understanding the root of your problem. And so often we don't find the root. We want to solve the symptoms and not the root. Mm-hmm. So think about where that trauma came from and where you accumulated it from. You have to find the exact root of that. And from there, you're able to take that to God. You begin to pray and not pray like everybody else. Like you see, your prayer can be different from anybody else because your prayer is unique and God understands your voice and what your heart is. So he understands exactly where you're coming from. He knows the desires of your heart and he will grant you the desires of your heart. So you have to keep in your prayer and pray the way that you know how to. Amen. Because I do know, and I was guilty of this when I first got saved, I, I tried to mimic, you know, the prayers of people around me, you know, my pastor or my best friend. And even though I prayed it, there was no power. And I believe yes. that that is why, because when we are not authentically ourselves, we can't approach God in our own boldness. We're trying to approach, oh, hallelujah. We are trying to approach God in the boldness of someone else. 
Exactly. So hallelujah. We have to be authentically ourselves to be able to come to God to receive that healing and that healing will help start to reset how we think about things, our thought patterns and renew our mindsets. Yes. Yes, exactly. Amen. Amen. So once we we uh, get down to the nitty gritty or, you know, as the root, as you call called it, and we get to the root of, of the trauma and we're starting to dig that up in prayer. What comes next? I would say after your prayer, get into your scripture. And that doesn't mean reading the whole book, because I know you're looking at the book thinking, oh, my goodness, this is a lot. Start out with a little verse and work your way up from a verse to a chapter to a couple chapters. Mm. It it spans upon you and you will begin to elevate in God. God's going to take you where you need to go. Oftentimes I flip through and I don't know where I'm going to begin, but God leads me to where I need to begin. Amen. Amen. And would you say that it's fair to say that along with reading the scriptures, that if there's one that hits in your heart, really hard that it would be important to write that scripture down somewhere and read it every day until you have those scriptures memorized yes i definitely would say that um i would also say that to write those scriptures down kind of on like piece of paper it can be any type of piece of paper and tape them around your house because if your house is full of darkness you need to fill it with light so by going through your house and reading those scriptures each day you're filling yourself back up with light and that light is of god Hallelujah. I can't look it up while we're on this podcast, but maybe you can. I don't know. It reminds me of the verse in the Bible where it says, if your house is is filled with God's life or God's light with no dark corners, as it, it's as if God is literally a floodlight inside of you. Do you Ooh. Yes, hallelujah. Like when we get that word in us and we get that revelation and we get that truth up inside of us, it alleviates and and just uh, not alleviates, eliminates, excuse me, it um eliminates the darkness which the the trauma had once occupied. Yes. Exactly, because that darkness that's in you is the trauma building up in you and whenever you get that little glimmer of light, God is trying to relieve that trauma that was put in you. He doesn't want you to be full of evil. Mm. You know, that evilness that is filling your body is of the devil. And whenever God comes into you, he wants, he just wants pure peace and welfare in your life. He doesn't want anything that is not of him. So he's trying to help bring that out of you. Amen. Amen. And, you know, along with, you know, going through trauma and trying to, and this is something I think everybody does at, at some point. When we've had enough of the trauma, I find that a lot of people and myself, and I know some of your story too, uh, we try to heal ourselves using the world's methods. Yes. So we turn to alcohol, we turn to drugs, we turn to sex, we turn to gossip. You know, we, we turn to all of these things in the world and we're looking for this healing. And what do we get instead? We get hurt more. We get addictions. We find ourselves farther and farther from the actual healing, the actual cure. Exactly. And so 
what would you say to someone, to anyone that is stuck in that cycle of trying to heal themselves in the world that does not already know God, or even if they do know God, but they have found themselves far away from God because of the trauma in their lives, what would you say? I would say to look at, like, look at your life. Okay, imagine it's like a video game, and you're that character, okay? You're looking out from outside that character's view. So think back to all those times where you didn't know how you made it through it, and you wonder how, like the how, because it's not explainable by a human. So that moments, those moments where you couldn't explain were God. And although that you might not have saw him or felt him in that time, he was there. I don't know if you remember the footsteps um, in the sand. I do um, remember that poem. Beautiful poem. That poem right there reminds me so much of trauma because so often when we're going through trauma, God is actually carrying us the whole time, even though we can't see him or feel him at that time because we're so clouded by our surroundings. Whenever it's time for him to let us down, he'll walk with you again. He doesn't have to carry you because you were strong enough to walk on your own. Right now he's carrying you because he knows the pain that's inside of you and he wants to shield you from it. He's taking that pain on himself right now too, as well as you. Amen. Amen. So beautifully spoken there, Jordan. So beautifully spoken. So what would you, what advice would you give people, uh, you know, because men and women endure trauma of all kinds, even sexual abuse, even men are sexually abused. So for anyone who's been through a trauma and has not talked about it so therefore it's literally filled their whole being it's filled their whole life it's definitely uh you know affected their whole life what advice would you give them that maybe are stuck in the mindset of i can't tell i shouldn't tell nobody will believe me any kind of mindset that is holding them back from looking for and pursuing their healing what advice would you give? Honestly, I would say to find somebody, even though you don't want to talk about it, find somebody that aligns with your character or your spirit that you feel comfortable talking to because you're not going to be able to talk to somebody if you don't feel comfortable with them being around you or being able to share that detailed information. Mm. And so often we try to find somebody as a quick fix, somebody that's just right there. But it's not just that. You have to find somebody that aligns with you and understands you. Because if you don't, then it's going to make the trauma even worse. And I'm not going to lie. I tried to do that myself. So I had to find somebody that was more of me. I can't. For me, I'm goofy. I'm laughing. Like, I laugh all the time. I can't have somebody that's strictly serious all the time. I need somebody that has the same spirit as me. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Trying to see where he would like to take this. Hallelujah. Give us some knowledge on just the process of healing, even not, you know, just from a biblical standpoint, but let's let's give our viewers a heads up on what to expect during healing. Because I think the word healing sometimes gives people this image of peace and of 
calm and healing is not always peaceful and it's not always calm. So let's give them a real view of what it feels like and what it looks like to get healed. In honest, in all honesty, coming through the healing process, it's going to be, it's not going to be easy, but it's because you have put that, okay, whenever you go through trauma, you put a limitation on yourself, not intentionally, but you're trying to go past that limitation. So to break through that limitation or that wall, it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a hammer chipping away at all the details to get through. And once you get through, let me tell you, it's, it's, a, it's so much more peace. But when I was chipping away at those walls, at first, it felt like it was getting worse. Mm. And I was like, why? Why am I doing this? But then I was like, why not? Because if you keep doing the same thing you were doing before, you're just going to keep going down. And you want to go forward and not backwards. So to go forward, you have to keep chipping away. And you just have to keep doing it. I know it's going to hurt. But those things that you're chipping away at are needed for you to get better. And to take care of yourself. Amen. Amen. Because we don't ever want to, you know, how do I put it? I don't want to give them the wrong perception. You know, I want them to realize this is not something that's going to feel good, you know, at first. Because we don't want someone to start healing because they listen to us talk about it and then it gets it gets hard and they quit. We don't want that. So we want to be upfront and honest and just be like, hey, we want you to heal. So we're going to give you the, the straight and narrow. We're going to give you the, the, the raw truth. This is going to hurt <laughs> at first. Yes. Because when you are confronting things that you have been pushing back inside of your head for so long and you're confronting things that you've been drinking away or you've been numbing with drugs or, you know, what have you, whatever coping mechanisms that you've been using to deal with this trauma, when you actually start to bring that trauma back to the surface to where you can you can deal with it, that hurts because then you have to look at not just the trauma. But you have to look at how much you've actually traumatized yourself more by numbing the trauma. Exactly. Because once you start to unveil that numbing, you realize how much trauma you've actually put a blanket over to think, like, it's okay. I'm just going to cover it up. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And then you have to, you know, then, you know, when you're starting to heal that trauma, then you also have to, you have to realize, okay, I don't want to live with this, this masquerade anymore. I want this mask to come off. I want, you know, to be healed completely. And and most of the time, I can say probably 99% of the time, God is not going to allow you to keep doing the coping mechanisms in your healing process. He no, he will not. <laughs> will make you give up the drugs. He will make you give up the drinking. He will not let you just flaunt yourself around physically. Because a lot of the healing that needs to take place is also in our trauma responses. Yes, exactly. He's going to reframe your mind, let me tell you. (laughs) He's going to make those things that you craved no longer desirable to you. He's going to make them repulsive. Yes. Yes. 
you know, because like you were saying in the beginning, how you have to get down to the root of the problem, you know. So like for me, um, you heard my my first podcast where I told a little bit of my story. And for me, like I'm going to take like the um, sexual abuse part for me. Right. So the root of a lot of that trauma for me was because I have a very, very vivid memory of the person that was sexually abusing me and my little sister. I have a sister. She's two years younger than I. So I have a very vivid memory of her and I playing on the floor. We were both in diapers, you know, very little. And I have a very vivid memory of this gentleman picking up my sister and carrying her to the bedroom. And a couple of seconds later, I could hear her screaming. And so for me, that was the root of my trauma because it was like, I didn't care. Even at that young age, I didn't care what was happening to me. I knew my baby sister was being hurt. Yes. So for me, I had to deal with the things that I heard and that I saw that was affecting people that I could not protect. And that right there can be so difficult because you you want to be that protector because you're the big sister. You were taught to be that protector. Exactly. Exactly. And so for me, it was not just digging into, okay, Emily, this happened to you. But it was also trying to forgive that person for doing that to my sister because I loved my sister. And I had to forgive myself in a way to where I could finally understand, Emily, you were four years old. You couldn't have protected your two-year-old sister no matter what you did. So there's a lot of internal work that has to be done when you confront the trauma because usually more than half the time there's always way more than what you think there is when you start to really dig it up there's a lot more at the roots than what you were dealing with and I'm going to say it this way a lot of the trauma that we think that we are we're healing from we're actually healing from the surface level trauma because it's when god really starts to dig re, you know into those roots that's when you find out where your real trauma is yes right there amen amen there are so and i just want to cuz we don't have a whole lot uh longer on here and that really stinks cuz this could go on forever um but is there anything that you would like to add? And I just want you to take a second and ask the Holy Ghost because he knows the time frame on here. So he knows what people need to hear that we have not already said. So if you could just take a second in yourself and just ask the Holy Spirit, is there anything else we need to say in this episode? Honestly, I don't know why, but it keeps coming back in my mind for him speaking of his son. Hmm. He gave his only son. He watched him go through that trauma. Not only did he watch him pass away, Hmm. but he felt that everything that he was going through, God felt. And everything that you're going through, he is feeling the same way through you. And he is trying so hard to just, you know, like 
Because from his, from our standpoint, we're like, how is he going through this with us? But God is of God. And for us to understand him would be infinite, you know, it would blow our minds. So if we understood him, he wouldn't be the God that we know. He's on a different time zone than we are. He has a time of his own. And the way that he feels and incorporates pain, can you imagine feeling hundreds and hundreds of people's pain at once? That is God. And he knows exactly what each person is going through and he knows how to bring you through it because he's already planned your future. So you have to trust in him and understand him and understand that he gave his only son for you because he loves you so much. Could you imagine doing that for somebody that you didn't know? My God. I couldn't. My God. And to think, you know, that because he he was with us during our that trauma that we endured can you can you just everybody that's listening to this i want you to just picture this okay picture the trauma in your head but then i want you to imagine that jesus is right behind you with his arms around you and he's literally feeling what you're feeling as you're feeling it mm. Because that is what happened. He was there. And just as God felt everything that Jesus went through, he felt what you went through. Like Jordan has said, you were not alone. You are still not alone. And we know that God is well able to heal that trauma to where it does not affect you anymore to where you can use that that past trauma and the past pain as a podium to speak on god can literally take your pain and your trauma and use it to propel you into your calling exactly so we want to encourage you today we know that trauma sucks. Let's just be real. Trauma sucks. Trauma hurts. Trauma can take away years out of our lives. And I will just be the first one to say that I am 40 years old and I did not start to completely deal with and, and deal with and heal from my childhood traumas, my life traumas until I was 38. So if we let it, trauma will literally take our lives away, which is exactly what the what, what God said would happen because he said the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Exactly. But that he has come to give in us life and to give us life abundantly. So how do we get to that abundant life? We have to what? Have to be reborn. That's what Jesus said. You have to be reborn in your spirit and you have to have a renewal in your mind. So Jordan, in these last couple of minutes, can you just do a very quick recap on the process that one needs to take? I would say finding the root of your problem to begin with. Um, then going into prayer the way that you know how. And then to find scripture that aligns with you. God's going to lead you throughout this process. And even if he doesn't, just pick a scripture that maybe just Google like 
heartbreak or whatever you're going through, he, there's a scripture aligning with everything that you're going through. Mm-hmm. And just finding all those different aspects and finding somebody you can talk to that aligns with you. Don't go with, by anybody's advice. Go by your heart posture and what you believe is right. Yes. Yes. And then I would say that the rest of the process is simply this, to let God be God. Yes. Let God be God. Trust him. Trust him. And so many of us that have been hurt by people that we love and respected and were supposed to protect us, we have trouble with trust. But I encourage you, let God be God. And to do that, you have to trust him. Because yes, exactly. He will take you through the hard times. He will take you through the fire when you won't even come out with smoke on you. But you have to trust him and you have to realize that it's going to hurt a little before it gets better. But it will get better. It will get better. And it does get better. It does. It does. So I want to thank you again, Jordan, for being here. This has been an awesome time in the Lord with you. And just I know that this is going to help so many people to find the freedom to heal yes exactly and so jordan i just want to ask if you would would close us out in prayer today yes of course i'm going to pray like we said before the way that i know how so i'm going to start out with father god i want to thank you for bringing these people to this podcast even if they do not know of you i ask that you bring them to you And that no weapon formed against them shall prosper because I know what you are capable of, Lord. And we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. And I know for you, says the Lord, plans for welfare and peace and not for evil, for hope in the final outcome. And you're giving each and every one of us hope in the final outcome because we know that you have already written the story. You know the outcome. You know what we are capable of. You're just trying to walk us through what's surrounding us. And as we walk through what's surrounding us, you have put your armor up on us, Lord, and we are guarded by you. And I declare and decree healing over each and every one of these people on this life and that they will come to know you and they will come out of this victorious because they are going to triumph and they are going to be motivational speakers. They are going to inspire the whole world with their story because their story is so powerful. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen and amen. So family, this concludes our podcast today for Finding Freedom. And we love you so much in the Lord. And we will be back with you next Friday at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Have a good night.